0: We're going to be reading together Psalm 136. We'll read the verses and you'll respond loud and clear with the response which is, His love endures forever. Quite a lot of verses to get through. But here we go. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods.
1: His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of Lords. His love endures forever.
0: To him alone who
1: does great wonders. His love endures forever.
0: By his understanding he made the heavens. His
1: love endures forever.
0: Who spread out the earth upon the waters.
1: His love endures forever. Who made the great lights. His love endures forever.
0: The sun to govern the day.
1: His love endures forever.
0: The moon and stars to govern the night.
1: His love endures forever.
0: To him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt. His love endures forever. And brought Israel out from among them.
1: His love endures forever.
0: With a mighty hand and outstretched arm.
1: His love endures forever. To
0: him who divided the Red Sea.
1: His love endures forever.
0: And brought Israel through the midst of it.
1: His love endures forever.
0: But swept Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea. His love endures forever. To him who led his people through the
1: desert. His love endures forever. Who struck down great kings. His love endures forever. And killed mighty kings. His love endures forever.
0: Sihon, king of the Amorites.
1: His love endures forever.
0: And Og, king of Bashan.
1: His love endures forever.
0: And gave their land as an inheritance.
1: His love endures forever.
0: An inheritance to
1: his servant Israel. His love endures forever. To the one who remembered us in our low estate. His love endures forever.
0: And freed us from our enemies.
1: His love endures forever.
0: And who gives food to every creature.
1: His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of heaven. His love endures forever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
2: The second reading comes from Luke chapter twenty two, verses fourteen to twenty. This can be found on page one thousand and fifty-eight of your Bibles and on the screens in front of you. That's Luke twenty two, beginning at verse fourteen. When the hour came, Jesus and his disciples reclined at the table, and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks, be to God.
3: Heavenly Father, I pray that you will take your word and open it to our hearts and teach each one of us that which individually you know we have need of learning. God bless us, we pray. Amen. We have had so many instances of blessing already shared in this service that I almost don't feel I need to preach at all. But I want to share with you some thoughts which I believe the Lord has laid on my heart from this Psalm 136. We've been during the summer six or seven weeks looking at different Psalms and learning different things of them about our walk with God, linked often with passages in the New Testament. His love endures forever. 26 times in this psalm. And I wonder if you had been up here reading it instead of Keith. How many times you would have got through it before you fumbled the words. And I love the way that Keith did it. Thank you very much indeed. His love endures forever. Nearly half the psalm. And if God has something repeated in his word, he's got a very good reason for saying it again and again. It's rather like Jesus frequently said, truly, truly, usually followed, always followed by something of crucial importance, his love. Well, of course, that refers to God's covenant love for Egypt, for Israel as the psalm goes through some of Israel's history. Endures forever. Now, I wonder how you define or describe forever. It's not very easy, is it? But I love this, which I learned from one commentator who was referring to a commentator in the 19th century. He said, imagine this. Way up north is a big rock. It's a 100 miles wide and a 100 miles high. And once every thousand years, a little bird goes all the way up to this rock, sharpens its beak, and comes home again. Once every thousand years, that little bird goes to sharpen its beak on the rock. When the rock is completely worn away by that little bird's sharpening its beak, that would be like one day of eternity. It's a long time. That may be, obviously, a stupid story, but isn't it humbling? To think that that God loves his people for that long. A friend of mine was conducting a funeral. And the bereaved man said of his mother who was being uh, being buried. She promised me she would always be here for me. She was a liar, wasn't she? She's not here now. But his love endures forever. Four indications quickly as to what this psalm has to say about the God whose love endures forever. First, in the first three verses, God is good. The psalm tells us that. He is ruler over the entire universe. He is king of kings. He is lord of lords. But the psalm starts by saying, He is good. And this God's love endures forever. The psalm goes on to tell us that this God to whom Christians refer is our creator. This world didn't start by accident or with a big bang, but the Bible tells us that this world was brought about by a God who planned it all. The psalm tells us that this God created the earth by his understanding. Scientists tell us that the world is tilted 23 and a half degrees from the sun. And it is set at a very specific distance from the sun in the universe. If you altered, which you can't do, the angle of the earth or the distance from the sun at which God has placed it, we would all die. It is that critical, scientists tell us. And this God's love endures forever. The psalm further states that this God, to whom Christians refer, is our rescuer. He watched over his people, Israel, while they had been slaves in Egypt. And then through Moses, he rescued them and brought them up out of Egypt and through the Red Sea. And at the same time, God slaughtered the chasing army of the enemy, the Egyptians, behind Israel. He led them through the desert, giving them victory over the kings who would oppose them and brought them into a land flowing with milk and honey. For us, this God sent his son Jesus to redeem mankind and St. Paul was to teach. God made him who had no sin. to be sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God. The book of Hebrews puts the question another way. How shall we escape if we ignore such a great salvation? It's lovely to see visitors here this morning And amongst the congregation of St. Jude's also. If there's anyone here who's not absolutely sure of their eternal salvation and their relationship with God in Jesus Christ, on the 20th of this month, Alpha restarts, a course that's been used worldwide in millions of occasions. And once again, St. Jude's is putting on the course. Of Alpha, and if you've got any questions about your relationship with God, do consider strongly. There'll be pamphlets or leaflets on your way out, Alpha, starting the 20th of September. And this God, his love endures forever. Fourthly and lastly, this psalm states that God to whom Christians refer is our provider. I'd like to hear Lexi all over again. I'd like to hear the Ghana people all over again. I'd like to hear these two young ones in about 10 years' time, when they too, I pray, will have testimonies of the God who has provided, kept, taught them, and led them. Notice how at the end of the psalm it all becomes very personal because this God is our provider, the one who remembered us in our low estate, the one who freed us from our enemies, the psalm says, who gives food to every creature. Do we, as families at home, still say grace before meals? This is not a minor point to throw away. You say, oh well I go to Sainsbury's or Waitrose or one of the others, that's where I get my food, no no problem, no need to thank God, I pull the money out of my pocket. Who gave you the money? Who gave you the ability to be the person you are, to earn the income you are, to spend On food, etc., etc., etc. His love endures forever. Don't lose the habit of saying grace and teaching your children to say thank you to God for food as well. The writer of the next book in our Bibles, Proverbs chapter 30, reads this Two things I ask of you, Lord. Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread, otherwise I may have too much and disown you and say, Who is the Lord? Or I may become poor and steal and so dishonor the name of our God. And this God, his love endures forever. This God is good. Lexi told us that. This God is our creator. Okay. Mom and dad over there can tell you all about that blessing that he has given them for their three children. And each one of us can look back to God's graciousness to our parents. He is Saviour. Praise God for the member of the team who left here outside of God's family and came back as a member of a child of God in the family of God. Praise God for those who heard of Jesus in a new way for the first time through Mike and those who went to Ghana. This God is good. He is our creator, our savior, our savior. what should our response be? And I end with both the first and last verses of this psalm. Give thanks to the God of heaven his love endures forever.